You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are uh, in our fifth week's uh, uh, study in our parables. And parable, by the way, is for those who are uh, not uh, really familiar with the word parable, it is like throwing a story beside the truth. So yung, yung truth po na in explaining Jesus, uh, he's teaching this. He's trying to throw this story para mas ma-amplify pa ng gusto yung mga tinuturo ni Jesus about this particular truth. And uh, minsan ang mga tao, I would say even today, mahilig ang mga tao sa storya. Mas maintindihan nyo kapag halimbawa ang nagbibigay ng kwento ang mga nagtuturo. Kesa yung ang dating, puro lahat teaching lang. Pero, and that's what Jesus Christ is doing. What He's doing is that whenever He uh, sees something, kapag meron siya napansin, halimbawa ibon, o kaya napansin niya yung bahay, napansin niya yung mga taong nag-uusap, uh, what he will do is he will try to use that as an illustration and give it to the people. And sometimes it uh, comes with a parable. So that's why we are now going uh, to talk about the parable. And uh, this parable is very interesting because uh, it will be, will be uh, talking about the parable of the laborers in the vineyard. We'll be talking about the parable of the, of the uh, laborers in the vineyard. Ito po mga laborers na ito, sila po ay, uh, well, they are the normal laborers in the New Testament. And uh, normally sila, ang ginagawa nila, they stay in the marketplace, nasa marketplace sila, and then may mga gamit na sila roon. Yung mga gamit nila are really prepared already para kapag tinawag sila at meron na nga ilangan ng tulong, then like for example, if somebody will ask them, oh, ano, uh, pwede ka bang, ano, pwede ka bang magtrabaho sa vineyard ko? So immediately they are prepared to really uh, go to the vineyard and just labor and uh, work no at so itong mga taong to uh, parang akala mo lang wala silang ginagawa sa marketplace pero naghihintay yan ng trabaho so that's what they do and you know for sometimes for the longest day maghihintay sila at uh, hangga sa pinakahapon talaga kapag wala well walang walang pumunta at uh, humanaghanap ng ng laborer but uh, they are just fortunate kapag meron lumapit sa kanila and uh, what they are doing is that they are picking up grapes no uh, in the vineyard kaya nga uh, dito sa case nito you will notice that uh, yun ang kanilang gina- yun ang yun ang kanilang mga ginagawa they they just uh, again pick some grapes and use it of course to trample yung grapes nga pala no? kaya kaya masasarap ang 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 nila ang ang uh, wine nila kasi tinatapakan oo kasi yeah, ginagawa nila nakakita na ako ng ganun talaga kasi no habang tinatapakan ng napakaraming tao talaga sumasarap okay bang klase talaga yung grapes no hindi ko alam kung ano yung nagpapasarap ron eh yung tapak so hindi ko alam pero we'll see, we'll see no? eh, hindi pa naman ako nakatingin ng gano'n no so let's open our bible to the book of Matthew chapter 20 so Matthew chapter 20 and then later on I'll be jumping to Matthew 19 I'll be explaining that kasi konektado kasi yung Matthew 20 sa 19 especially with regards to this story Matthew chapter 20 verses 1 to 16 let me open my bible there so I'm reading from the ESV. Okay, let me just start off with this. Verse 1, For the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And going out about the third hour, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. Now, yung early po na yon, early morning, which is uh, around 6 o'clock in the morning. So 6 o'clock, yung next naman is 9 o'clock in the morning. So every 3 hours po ang uh, time no? na kapag nag-count sila. And uh, verse 3, and going about uh, the third hour, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And to them he said, you go into the vineyard too, and whatever is right, I will give you. So they went going out again about the sixth hour and the ninth hour, he did the same. 
And about the 11th hour, he went out and found others standing. And he said to them, Why do you stand here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You go into the vineyard too. And when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Call the laborers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last up to the first. And when those hired about the 11th hour came, each of them received a denarius. Now when those hired first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received a denarius. And on receiving it, they grumbled at the master of the house, saying, This last work only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last worker as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or do you begrudge my generosity? So the last will be first and the first will be the first last. Let us pray. Lord God, thank you so much again for these passages, Lord, and story that you have given, Lord, to your people during the time when you are here in this uh, earth walking, Lord. And we pray and ask that it is also uh, the same kind of story that we can learn. And truly, Lord, that this story will be relevant to us. And we pray and ask, Lord, that you will transform us in the image of Jesus Christ. And we believe, Lord, that you are also going to teach us by your Holy Spirit. We pray that you will step in in our life. And at the same time, Lord, we pray that you will also even take care of our concerns, Lord. We pray, God, that you will remove, Lord, any doubts, any fears, any worries, Lord, in our minds and hearts right now so that we can focus, Lord, on what you want us, Lord, to learn. And, Lord, we pray that you will also remind us that you are in control of our family. You are in control of our health. You are in control of our children. You are in control, Lord, of our business. You are in control of our future. And we know, Lord, that there is nothing that will be impossible for you. Once more, the glory, the honor, and the praise is yours. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ and all God's people say, Almighty, amen and amen, amen. You may all take your seats, please. Amen. Now, this is the parable of the laborers in the vineyard. And we have already told you that uh, particular story, but let me expound on that uh, in a few moments. But however, allow me to first connect it with Matthew 19, 21 to 30, because we cannot understand uh, somehow this uh, particular uh, parable if we will not connect that with the story about the rich young ruler, no, na lumapit kay Jesus Christ. And you have already heard at least a bit uh, of that story about the rich young ruler na lumapit kay Jesus and then ask him about how to have eter- uh, eternal life or how he can inherit uh, eternal life. So this uh, rich young ruler went to Jesus Christ and he is very confident. He is very confident that he was able to follow the whole commandment. And if you'll notice as well, we talk about the good works last uh, Sunday. Pinag-usapan natin good works. At naintindihan natin that uh, good works, of course, cannot save us. Good works cannot really bring us into paradise or bring us into eternal, uh, in, 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 for us in, in order to be in the presence of the Lord. But good works is really for uh, the people around us who sees us. Kasi dahil sa kita naman ng Panginoon ang puso natin. And by the way, speaking about good works, there is only one work. There is only one work that save us. Merong isang gawa o kaya mabuting gawa na nakapagligtas po sa atin. Ano yon? That is the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yun lang po yung gawa na nakapagligtas po sa atin. But our works hindi po uubra. It, is not, it cannot really save us. So once we understand uh, about good works, once we know already what about, uh, I mean, that, that particular topic on good works, then we can now connect it with this uh, parable of the laborers in the vineyard. Now, uh, let me start off with 
this uh, verse in uh, verse 21, Matthew chapter 19. Jesus said to him, to that uh, rich young ruler, if you would be perfect, go sell what you possess and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me. Now, the case here is that, ang hirap, no? Kapag, kasi speaking about this, uh, go sell what you possess and give to the poor, ang question dito, how rich is the rich young ruler? Gano siya kayaman? I mean, if you're talking probably of let's say, money uh, only in his account, lalabas kapag halimbawa konti lang ang pera mo, ang daling magsabi na, oh, sige Lord, bigay ko lang, konti lang naman to eh. But if you are really rich, and I say filthy rich, then mahirapan ka talaga na mag-surrender because there are people who are so much, I mean, focused on what they have, especially here in this world. And again, it will be expounded as we understand this word treasure. Kasi yung treasure na sinasabi rito, it came from a word or Greek word, thesaurus, which means a treasury or storehouse or repository. Now, meron tayong alam na thesaurus, yun yung ano eh, counterpart ng dictionary. Okay? So yun ang alam natin. Pero yung thesaurus really is like a repository or a treasury. And in this case, it is a treasure of whatever that you have. Kasi yung thesaurus na libro, repository po yun ng mga words, different English words. But in this case, it, it speaks about material treasure. So, ano kaya ang treasure na ito? What does it, what, uh, ano kaya itong mga treasure na ito na pinapakita rito? And we will understand that if we see the next verse, when the young man heard this, he went away sorrowful. That is sad and grieving. Bakit kaya siya nalulungkot? But siya kaya sobrang grieved no? when, when he left the Lord? Kasi sobrang yaman niya. At yung yaman na ito, it means the great possession, it talks about his property. Marami kasi siyang property, marami siyang land, marami siyang estate. Because the word there that speaks about polo taima, is it refers really to land. Mga lupa. Marami siyang kalupaan. So imagine if you are a person with so many properties at pag sinabi ni Jesus na go sell all those properties at ipamigay mo yung kung ano man yung napabenta, na, na, na pagbentahan mo, then you are thinking of, wow, pinaghirapan ko yon. I mean, i I've, I've really invested so much on these things. Tapos biglang mapupunta na sa ibang tao. Kaya ang hirap minsan sa mga kapag you have possession to really think about that. Kasi, and again, this is not about selling literally your possession. But ang pinofocus dito ng Panginoon, yung puso ng tao. Kasi akala niya kasi, uh, nasu- nasunod na niya ang batas. Akala niya okay na siya. Pero in reality, hindi pa pala. And this is just a test, no? At hindi siya nakapasa sa testing because he walked away from the Lord. And the next passage says, verse 24, let me just uh, go there. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. Mas madali pang pumasok ang kamelyo sa butas ng isang karayom. Now, this is a hyperbole or exaggeration. Ibig sabihin, mahirap talaga sa isang taong sobrang yaman na makapasok sa kaharian because of those things that he has in his heart. And that's why, again, in our case, we have to always guard ourselves because whatever that we have, you may not be as rich as, you know, people like Warren Buffett, but the point here is that, or probably people like uh, 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 Steve Jobs na namatay na, but the, the point here is that, where is our heart? Nasaan ba ang puso natin? Kasi ang, kung ang puso natin nasa mundong ito, then we are missing the point of living. Nami-miss natin yung point ng talagang mabuhay dito sa mundong ito. Kasi we are not living for the things in this world. Our investment must not be in this world. Our investment must be in the eternal side. Doon po dapat sa eternal side. Kasi pagdating ng araw, I mean, there will be a time when God will take us 
to be, I mean, in the, in the next life. And ang buhay ng tao ay napakaikli. Ilang taon ka lang ba mabubuhay sa mundong ito? 70 years old? 80 plus years old? 90 plus years old? Kung you will be fortunate, 100 plus years old. But the next time around, you will find yourself wala na. In other words, all the things that you have invested here, if you are investing on the things of this world, I mean, that's nothing. That's why mas, mag, mas mapalad pa yung mga tao na nag-invest sa kingdom ni Lord dahil in the next life, they will have a lot of things with them. That's why, again, speaking of this eye of the needle, it is just a hyperbole. Against, of course, a rich person entering the kingdom of God. And people are so much... Now, there are pictures that I want to show you that, uh, you know, uh, that people own. Sobrang filthy rich. Now, itong, itong mansion na ito, it is, it is owned by, uh, I mean, by the Biltmores. No? Kaya nga ang tawag dito ay Biltmore Estate. And this is one of the large houses in the U.S. There are around 50 large houses in the U.S. Now, ilang kayang kwarto ang meron dito? Kapag ikaw nakatira, kailangan yata magsasakyang ka. Kasi hanggang umaabot to, hanggang fourth floor ang bahay niya. And sabi nga rito, Biltmore has four acres of floor space and a total of how many rooms? 250 rooms in the house, including 33 bedrooms for family and guests. 43 bathrooms. Mamili ka ako sa mga gustong mag, maligo. Okay? 65 fireplaces, 3 kitchens, and 19 century novelties such as electric elevators, forced air heating, central control locks, etc., etc. The point here is that nasa niya yung unang nagtayo ng bahay nito? Wala na. Nasaan kaya siya? Ano kaya ang standing niya sa harapan ng Panginoon? That is the next question. And we have no idea. Because all of us, one day, will stand before the Lord. Now, I'm not saying that we, it is wrong for us to build our houses. Hindi yun ang sinasabi ko. The point is that we should not really focus so much on the things that are around us. Because kapag nag-invest po tayo ng gusto dito sa lupang ito, without minding really that there is a next life, pagdating ng araw, you will really be surprised. People sometimes don't know what, what to do with their money. Hindi nila alam kung anong gagawin nila sa pera nila. Sa sobrang filthy rich again. Kaya kung baga lumalabas katulad sa bahay ito, ito yung loob ng bahay. Ganyan lang naman. Mukhang kailang magtawagan kay sa cellphone. Pakiabot nga nung ano, dinuguan. Ay, ano? <laughs> Natayo pa yung tao. Tapos, iaabot pa sa'yo. Kung baga, bago ka makarating, mapapagod ka muna bago ka mag-abot. Imagine that. Okay? Ang hi- Paano yan? Paano yung communication ninyo, no? I mean, para talaga, as in, ano, kulang na lang kapag ano nakaupo. Eh, paano kung ma-obvious yung mga nagkakagalit, eh? Kapag malayo, eh. So, that is just one example. There is also this one person na ang ginawa niya sa kanyang, uh, sa kanyang aeroplano. He owns the, the most expensive airplane in the world. And ang aeroplano niya ay, you know, made of gold. Kung baga lumalabas. Talaga, as in, metrono pa sa gitna. <laughs> Yung kanyang aeroplano. Aeroplano to. Okay? This is an airplane. And uh, it costs probably 100 million dollars ang kanyang aeroplano. Na wala siyang magawa sa kanyang uh, pera. Kaya kumbaga, he just throw it. No? At uh, para unique ang dating ng kanyang uh, aeroplano. And ang, well, ang kanyang uh, sasakin lang naman, eh, made of gold naman. Kumbaga, parang, uh, and by the way, <laughs> this is the Sultan. No? Sultan in, a, in another country. I don't want to mention that anymore. But the point here is that sometimes people don't know what to do with their money. Now, they have invested here in this world, but how they have invested in the next life? Question is that, ano kaya ang matatanggap ng mga taong ito when the time comes? 
And I would say that we are missing the point of living in this world if we will not really understand the purpose of really investing our money and our energy in the kingdom of God. In the book of Matthew, uh, going on, when the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished, saying, who then can be saved? Kung ang mga mayamang ito ay hindi makapasok ng kaharian, sinong masisave ng mga tao na katulad nila? But Peter was so much bold to say this, kasi ano, lumalabas talaga sin, anong niya, who then can be saved? Sinong maliligtas? And Jesus Christ had to answer. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished, saying, who then can be saved? But Jesus looked at them, tininan sila, and said, with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Hindi lahat ng mga taong may kaya, hindi lahat ng taong filthy rich ay hindi naman mapupunta sa dagat-dagat ng apoy. They, there are people who will also acknowledge and even embrace Jesus Christ. Like for example, this guy by the name of William Whiting Borden. William Whiting Borden is so rich at the age of, well, he's a young person, teenager pa lang siya, and he's already a millionaire. Siya na mismo ang nagpundar ng kanyang sariling, uh, I mean, identity. And I believe that he is, during the time, no, kung ikukumpara mo sa panahon na ngayon, he, during the time, he's already 40 million dollars. Uh, ang cost po niya ay 40 million dollars already. So he's already a millionaire, probably at the age of 25 years old. Sobrang yaman. And, but this guy made a news around the U.S. and around the world. Kasi yung news na ito, sabi ron, young millionaire renounces world to be missionary. Imagine that. He renounced you know, yung kanyang pagiging mayaman yun. And this guy, by the way, is a, is a Yale student. Ibig sabihin, part siya ng Ivy League. Matalino tong taong to. He's very, very intelligent and academic, academic excellence. No? Not, I mean, he's really so much part of the Ivy League. But there was a time wherein he had to really make a decision when he gave his life to the Lord and invested in the kingdom of the Lord. One guy wrote, sabi niya, William Whiting Borden, heir to the Borden Dairy fortune already a millionaire in high school, graduate Yale of Yale, gave himself wholeheartedly to Christ with his motto. Ito yung motto niya. No reserves, no retreats, no regrets. No reserve, no retreats, no regrets. He died a missionary to Muslims in Egypt in reaching out. Kumbaga, in the eyes of the Lord, wow, that is so much precious. Imagine you died in reaching out, you know, for these people. Kesa yung tipong parang namatay sa kanser dahil sa kaiinom ng alak. Namatay sa uh, kanser sa nicotine. Kasi sa kapa- at walang ginawa sa boy, kundi yun lang. Manigarid at uminom lang. At walang ginawa sa Panginoon. Namatay sa katatrabaho at walang ginagawa sa kapanginoon. At biglang na-stress, biglang tumumba na lang. Ba- ano ginagumilit anak? Wala, ano eh, nagko-computer ako eh. All day, all your life, nagko-computer ka lang. Wala kang ginagawa sa Panginoon. At napunta, at napunta ka na pala. At again, you will be uh, surprised na ganyan, ganyan lang pala ang buhay. Dr. Samuel Zwimmer, he said, this at the funeral, noong namatay po si William Borden, he won the victory over his environment. And what is that? By some, the victory has to be won over poverty. Kasi ang iba, syempre walang pera, that's why they have to be won by poverty. By others, over heredity or over shame. And temptation. But Borden won the victory over an environment of wealth. Over an environment of wealth. He felt that life consisted not in the abundance of things a man possesses, but in the abundance of things that possess the man. Galing, ano? And it's really something that we need to th- think about. Because 
if you are again really uh, serious in investing in the kingdom, then I, I believe that this is the time really for us to open our eyes and understand that itong ginagawa natin sa mundong ito, kapag hindi po tayo nakatutok sa ginagawa po para sa Panginoon, then everything will just fail. Lahat. It will just mawawala lang po yon. That is why everything that we do, whether you are working, whether you are studying, whether you are planning to go abroad, everything must be connected, of course, to what the Lord wants you to do. Lahat ng bagay na ginagawa natin. Remember, you are not you are not already of your own. You are bought with a price. Binili na po kayo ng Panginoon. In fact, kung tutuusin, let me just be direct. Wala na po tayong karapatan sa sarili natin. Wala tayong karapatan. Sasabihin po natin minsan, we are saying, eh buhay ko to eh. Ano pong pakialam mo? Wala tayong karapatan sabihin yan. Eh sino ba nagbigay ng buhay sa atin? Si God. Binigay mo na sarili mo sa Panginoon. You surrendered your life to Him. In other words, kung sinurender mo na yung buhay mo sa Panginoon, din dapat ang nagdidesisyon ang Panginoon sa buhay mo. Hindi ikaw. It is not you. That's why again, speaking of our decision, it should always be the Lord who is to be followed. And the same thing also with this woman in the Bible. Ito pong babaeng ito, if you will notice, uh, Mary Magdalene, na ang ginawa niya ay He used the perfume. Itong perfume na to, hindi po ordinaryong perfume ito. It, this is really a multi-million dollar perfume sa ating panahon. Pero ang ginawa niya is that what he did was to use it for Jesus Christ. Mary therefore took a pound of expensive perfume. Expensive ointment made from pure nard and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. Now John noted na na he, she anointed the feet of Jesus. Kaso nga lang siguro, ang inisip ko, baka mamaya, pag nahuli si John ng pagpasok, nauna yung mga ibang mga disciple, kaya pagkasulat ni John, na, ano, yung pala, na, inanoy pala ni Mary, simula ulo pala, nahuli si John eh, paano na naabutan niya. Kasi dito sa, ano, sa, sa, sa record ni Matthew, pansin yung record ni Matthew, okay, now, when Jesus was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, a woman came up to him with an alabaster flask of very expensive ointment, and she poured it on his what? Head. So, nagsimula pala sa head. Eh, si John, siguro, tingin ko lang, mukhang nahuli siya. Kaya, kaya kailangan talaga, huwag kang mahuhuli. Kasi delikado, pag nahuli ko, ano-ano mga na, ano, na, I mean, ay, ah, ganun ba? Hindi ko alam. Eh, eh wala na. Isulat mo na eh. Okay lang yun. Okay, no problem. Okay? The point is that it is really an expensive Perfume. It's an expensive ointment. And it amounts to multi-million in our day and time. And you know, <laughs> eh, meron dito secretary, kumbaga humahawak ng pera. Again, yung humahawak ng pera, sabi niya, sayang. And when the disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, why this waste? Sayang! For this could have been sold for a large sum and given to the poor. Sayang to. Sayang yung pera na yan. Sana pinambili na lang natin ng mga bagay na para sa mga may hirap sinasabi na parang looking good, goody-goody ang dating. Sayang, sana ang ginawa na lang natin sa pera to. Sana pinambili na lang natin ng mga damit. Sayang tong pera to. Sana ganito ang ginawa natin sa pera to. Pinang, pinanglabas lang natin. But however, iba yung conviction ni Mary. The conviction is really to give glory and honor to the Lord with what she has. I don't know how many months na kanya inipon yon, but the point is that meron sinabi si Jesus, sabi niya, but Jesus, aware of this, said to them, why do you trouble the woman? For she has done a beautiful thing to me. A beautiful thing to me. In your eyes, it may be wasted, but in the eyes of the Lord, it is not. That's why when William Borden gave his life to the Lord, it is wasted in the eyes of the people. 
ang bata-bata mo pa, you can do a lot of things in your age. Magpakasawa, magpakaligaya ka. But however, in the eyes of the Lord, this is not wasted. This is something that is beautiful in His eyes. You have to always somehow, I would say, consider what the Lord wants you to do rather than considering what others wants you to do. Kasi ang lumalabas, minsan nasusunod natin yung mga ibang mga tao. Ano ko yung sasabihin ng mga tao sa akin? That's why naalala ko tuloy, when I jump into the full-time ministry, I'm, I'm a medtech, tapos pa ako ng medtech, at tapos rin po ako ng physical therapy. And of course, alam not, I mean, people understand na kapag halimbawa nag-PT, na tapos po ng physical therapy, they go abroad. And my wife is also a dentist by profession. Sabi ng mga kamag-anak namin, pumunta lang kayo sa Amerika. Kasi dito, sigurado, yayaman kayo. At yan, ako, very, very in-demand yan. Dahil, ano eh, sigurado, ano, may kotse kayo. Marami kotse nyo, malaki bahay ninyo kapag nandito kayo sa Amerika. At if you wanna start, pag-aaralin kita rito para ma-extend mo yung course mo rito before you even take PT here in the U.S. And my wife and I had to talk and sit down and, and sinabi namin, um, is it really the will of the Lord for us to go there? Now, kami lang po ito. I'm not passing this kind of conviction to you. Kami lang. We sat down and talked about this and said, will ba ng Panginoon na pumunta tayo If it's the will of the Lord, then we have to go ahead and go there. But however, we thought about saying, kaso nga lang, wala kaming word na nagagaling sa Panginoon and that, that we have to stay here in the Philippines. And we believe also, sabi namin, na ang Diyos ng Amerika ay Diyos ng Pilipinas. Na hindi po limitado ang Diyos na gumagalaw sa ating buhay. Kung kayang pagpalain ng Panginoon yung mga taong nasa Amerika, kaya rin pong pagpalain ng, mga, ng, ng Diyos ang mga tao rito sa Pilipinas. Don't even make money a decision maker. Huwag niyo pong hayaan na ang pera po ang nagdi-decision sa atin. Dahil ang pera po, minsan nagiging Diyos po sa atin without us really knowing it. Let other people comment. Kung baga pabayaan mo yung comment ng ibang mga tao as long as you made that kind of stand really for the Lord and not for anything else. For the Lord, it is a beautiful thing. For others, it may be wasted. But what really matters is really the word of the Lord rather than the word of men. Mas, mas maganda pa rin mapakinggan natin yung sasabihin ng Panginoon. That is why, what are we doing to invest in the kingdom of God? You may not be jumping into the full time just like us, but I believe that you have something that you can really invest in the kingdom of the Lord. Then Peter said in reply, See, we have left everything, going back to Matthew 19. Iniwan namin lahat and followed you. What then will we have? Ano ang, kumbaga parang, parang Pinoy ito si Peter, no? Ano bang atin? Parang ano bang atin kapag alimbawang ano? We have left everything for you. What then will we have? Truly I say to you, Sabi Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you, in the new world, when the Son of Man will sit on His glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on 12 thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. It says here, verse 29, And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or lands for my namesake will receive a hundredfold and will inherit eternal life. The word hundredfold there speaks, of course, of you know multiple blessing that someday you will receive. Kung halimbawa hindi mo nakamit yung mga bagay dito sa mundong ito, because you have invested in the kingdom of God, then don't you worry because when the time comes, there will be a hundredfold blessing that you will receive when the time comes. Again, not just eternal life. Hindi lang eternal life, but at the same time, abundant life when we really invest in the kingdom of the Lord. And that's why I would say, 
that in this particular passage, it says here, but many who are first will be last and the last first. In other words, people will think, sa mundong ito, una ka. Kasi ikaw yung, ikaw yung meron, o kaya maaring in the case of the people who have not really surrendered their life to the Lord, sasabihin nila, etong taong ito na ko, ano, he's very successful. He's very, um, he's a made person. Kumbaga, talagang, ano siya eh, siya mismo yung, yung naglagay sa kanya sarili sa position na ito, kaya he's a made person. And ikaw, kumusta ka na? Anong narating mo? Sometimes, you know, when people tend to compare, don't be insecure. Kasi after all, basang importante, ginagawa niyo po yung pinapagawa ng Panginoon sa inyo. If the Lord brought you in that particular company, then go ahead and use your life for the Lord in that particular company. If the Lord gave you that business, then go ahead and use that business to give glory and honor to the Lord. If the Lord placed you in that particular school, then please use your life to also be an impact in that particular school. In other words, just continue to do what you're doing if the Lord has placed you in that particular place. Huwag po tayong ma-insecure and don't compare yourself at huwag kayong pupunta sa Facebook at magko-compare ng mga kaibigan mo sa inyo. Buti pa siya, nasa London na. Ako nang ginagawa ko ito. Buti pa siya, meron na siyang ano, kapartner na foreigner. but ako wala pa? 45 na ako. Hanggang ngayon, ganito pa rin. Huwag mong i-compare sarili mo. Don't even compare yourself. Because if the... I mean, what's important really is what the Lord wants you to do. And what is the Lord try, uh, do, uh, doing in your life? That's what really is important. Many who are first will be last and last first. Maaring krisyano ka na for the longest time. Sasabihin mo, matagal na akong krisyano. 50 years na akong krisyan. Ito, 3 years pa lang na krisyan. Tapos, pareho kayong kinuha ni Lord, halimbawa. At nakita niya sa rin niyo, sa harapin ni Lord. At nakita mo, mas maraming binigay ang Panginoon do sa taong 3 years pa lang kumpara sa iyo. Tapos but ganoon, 50 years na akong Christian, samantalang 3 years pa lang, but ganoon pa but parang hindi yata patas sa Tatawin ka ni Lord, anak, ano bang ginawa mo sa next 50 years? Wala Lord, nakinig lang ako ng preaching, tapos wala nakaupo lang ako palagi, tapos wala nakinig lang ako tapos wala na ano ba Lord ang dapat gawin? Ah, so wala kang ginagawa, umuupo ka lang pala. Eh, okay na, eternal life lang sa'yo. Pero ito kasi, ano eh, maraming ginawa ito sa kanya eh. Maraming ginawa ito sa, ang taong ito sa akin, sa ubasan ko. He overcome his, his testings and trial. He was able to lead people to the Lord. He was able to also take care of the, of, of the believers. So he has a lot of things to do. That's why, again, speaking of that, ang graduation po pagdating ng araw sa harapan ng Panginoon. Again, we are not talking about our salvation that will be damned, but Yes, I understand. Alam mo na sa, you are already saved. But however, when the time comes, meron pong graduation day. And that is a day wherein we will know. At si Lord po ang mag-judge ng ating mga ginagawa. I don't want to go ahead with my uh, preaching, but this is what I'm saying. The truth about laboring in God's vineyard. Nagsisimula pa lang tayo, ha? <laughs> Hindi pa ako ano, wala pa. Nagsisimula pa lang tayo, okay? Pala niyo, patapos na ako. Ano pa lang to? Simula pa lang to. Okay? So, simula, uh, first, okay? First point. The believers serve God, okay? The believers serve God. In the, in the vineyard, the believers are serving God. Ang Panginoon po ang ating pinaglilingkuran, hindi po tao. It is not man that we are serving, it's the Lord that we are serving, always. For the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a, of a house who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. Now, the master is the one who hired the laborers. The laborers are serving the master. The same thing as well for us, we are serving the master. Si Lord po yung ating pinagsisilbihan. Laborers are always in the vineyard 
and all of us should be laboring in the vineyard. The Bible says in Colossians 3.23, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. The word heartily there speaks of our soul, suke, which means intellect, emotion, and will. We have to really give our whole self to what we are doing for the Lord. Buong buhay po natin. Dapat binibigay po natin sa Panginoon. That is working heartily for Him. And speaking of that working and serving the Lord, and it is my hope that you will always deflect from working from, yes, we, are, we have managers. Yes, we have probably people up, uh, you know, uh, na, na pinagsisilbihan po natin, probably our bosses. But uh, however, tignan po natin na hindi po sila yung talagang pinagsisilbihan natin, but we are really saving the Lord and at the same time, believing that God has placed us there for a purpose. It is not just to earn money. Kaya palagi yung sinasabi, hindi ka nandyan sa kumpanyang yan, hindi ka nandyan sa business na yan para lang kumita ng limpak, limpak, limpak na salapi. Hindi lang yon. But the purpose why you are there, because that is your small nation in order for you to reach out to people in that particular place. Kasi imagine mo, pagka natapos ang iyong, uh, I mean, yung time mo ron, sa particular company yon, at hindi ka man lang nakapag-share ng gospel sa mga taong nasa paligid mo, then anong ginawa kaya natin? Nagtrabaho lang tayo para sa pera. But if we will think differently and say, the reason why I'm here is that because not just I'm earning, but at the same time reaching out to the people that are here, then we can see now the real purpose of working in that particular company or having this kind of business for your employees as well. Second point is that the believers are serving a generous God. Tayo po hindi lang po tayo nagsiserve sa Panginoon, but we are also serving a generous God. Ang Panginoon natin ay napaka-generous in many occasions. Do you believe that our God is generous? Hindi po niya kakalimutan ang lahat ng ginawa natin. Always. Okay? Whenever we do something for the Lord. Verses 9 to 10. It says here, And when those hired about the eleventh hour came, and each of them received a denarius. A denarius, by the way, is being earned in a day's wage. Now, when those hired first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received a denarius. Parang kutitin mo, it really, it's, it really is unfair. Parang, Lord, unfair naman yata. Okay, sabi mo sa taong, unfair. Nagtrabaho kami simula umaga, 6 o'clock in the morning, and then itong taong to, nagtrabaho ng ganitong oras lang nagsimula, tapos pareho yung wage namin. Then, nasa ng justice roon? But however, that master, sabi niya, Eh ano, kumbaga sa Tagalog, eh anong pakialam mo kung gusto kong i-bless itong taong to? Nakaparehas nung, nung pag-bless ko sa'yo. In other words, the same kind of money that I want to give you is the same kind of money that I want to give to this person. In other words, that is our God who is a generous God. Hindi ito yung dahil sa matagal ka ng Krisyano at dahil sa, you know, one-year-old Christian ka pa lang. Hindi yon. It's not about that. But it's what you are doing in the kingdom of the Lord. And at the same time, you have to check always your motive whenever you do things. Palagi mo check ang motibo mo. Why are we doing the things that we are doing? Matthew 5.12 says, Rejoice and be glad for your reward is great in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The word rejoice there in another version, in the contemporary English version says, Be happy and excited, for your reward is great in heaven. Hindi po natin pwedeng alisin ang katotohanan. This is a fact that a believer will receive a reward. Meron po talaga. Once a believer invests in the kingdom of the Lord, gives his energy, his time, his life in the kingdom of the Lord. Matthew 64 says, But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will what? Reward you. 
the Lord knows how to reward His people. Kaya yung mga ginagawa po natin rito, maaring hindi ka nandito sa harapan, and you are not in the stage singing, but you are there at the back doing the technical, doing probably some things that are not known, or yung mga intercessory po natin na hindi po nyo nalalaman, that they are doing, uh, they, that they are praying before the service starts, maaga pa lang, sila nandito na. Bago pa man tayo nandito, they are here praying. Many of us don't know that, but the Lord sees that in secret, and the Lord knows how to reward His people. I mean, we may, may, people may not notice what we are doing for Him, but God is a way of really uh, rewarding us based on the things that we are doing for His glory and honor. 1 Corinthians 3, 13-15 says, Each one's work will become manifest for the day. Sabi natin the day. The day speaks of judgment day. For the judgment day will disclose it. Because it will be revealed by fire. Lahat po ng ginagawa natin, dadaan po ito sa apoy. Ibig sabihin, dadaan sa apoy, lahat ng ginagawa natin, iti-check ko ang motive natin tama o hindi. Kasi baka mamaya, kaya ka lang nagdi-disciple, para meron kang ma-compare. Nagdi-disciple ako, ikaw ilang na? Lima ako, wala ka. Sampo, ini. Ah, ah, ano, nagbabasa ka ng Bible? Oo. Ah, ilang chapter ka na? Five chapters? Ay, wala ka sa akin. Mga 15 chapter na ako eh. So, the motive sometimes is wrong whenever we do things. That is why you have to always go back and check yourself. Wag, wag mo i-compare yung sarili mo sa ibang tao at wag mo i-compare yung taong yan sa'yo. Wag mo titignan na, ba't hindi siya nagtataas ng kamay? Ay, siguro, ano, hindi yan Christian. Don't compare. Because God has a way of really checking our motive. Always do things in the right motive. Bakit mo ginagawa yung ginagawa mo? Is it really because you love the Lord? Or is it really because you want to do this? Because you want to go to heaven? Or probably you want to please other people? Tandaan natin, God sees our heart. Whether or not there are people in that particular place na kilala ka, the mere fact that you are doing the things that you are doing for the Lord, He knows that. That is why in this case, the fire will test the sort of work it has done. If the work that, uh, that anyone has built on the foundation survives, pag yun po ay nag-survive, and this foundation talks about laying a good foundation in the heart of people, discipleship po ang topic nito. Hindi ko na lang po pinil, uh, kinuha sa first uh, verses because it, it will take us long. The point is that if the work that anyone has built on the foundation survives, kapag maganda ang pagkakalatag ng pundasyon mo sa taong yon, in terms of discipleship, he will what? He will receive a reward. Kapag maganda ang pagkakalatag. Kaya palagi ko sinasabi dito sa atin sa congregation, huwag mong mamadaliin yung ano mo, one-to-one, para na makahabol sa Victory Weekend. Amen ka na lang. Amen, amen. Next chapter. Okay. Para na makahabol sa Victory Kahit na hindi maintindihan ng tao, Ha? Hindi ko pa naiintindihan to. Ah, basta maiintindihan mo rin ano Kasi malapit ang victory. Bukas na kasi. <laughs> Kailangan nating habulin. E nasa third chapter pa lang kayo. Hinabol mo. Eh, ang kaseven yun. Imagine that. Sometimes we are not mindful of that. And again, are we really serious in laying down a good foundation? Because if not, then it will be tested. The case here is that if the work that anyone has built on the foundation survives, he will receive a reward. Ang next verse, sabi niya, If anyone's work is burnt up, he will suffer loss, though he himself will be saved. Save ka naman eh. Wala mo pag-uusapan sa salvation. Save naman yung tao. Nandun naman sa pili ng Panginoon. But only as, ang sabi ron? Through fire. Kaya palagi ko sinasabi, yung mga tao na mag-receive na reward, at kapag wala kang nakuha ang reward, kakanta ka na lang ng through the fire. 
titingin ka na sa kanila, oh, sayang naman, di ko, kung alam ko lang na ganito yung dapat kong gawin, kasi mali yung motibo ko eh. Bakit ko ba ginawa yun? Eh, wala nang balikan. That is why you have to always go back and check your motive. Why we are doing what we are doing in investing God's kingdom. Pa- Pastor Dr. Robert uh, Jeffrey said, the Apostle Paul is saying that at the judgment of Christ, all Christians will feel overwhelming gratitude for escaping the flames of hell. Gratitude. Ibig sabihin, nagpapasalamat ka that you have escaped the flames. But that gratitude will be tempered by a sense of loss as some believers will realize what rewards might have been theirs had they lived more faithfully for God. Sasabihin natin, sayang. And that's what we call, in, in the English word, regret. Ibig sabihin ng regret, sana ginawa ko, pero hindi ko na magawa. That is why, speaking about that, this is the time right now. What are we doing in investing in the kingdom of God? Whether in the area of our time, our finances, our energy, do it, really, for the glory of the Lord. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and books were opened, plural. Kapag hindi mo binabasa ang Bible mo, babalik kami yung Bible mo pagdating ng araw. Kaya yung mga, yung mga taong ay magbasa ng mga lamentation, revelation, numbers, babalik ka mo yan kasi books were opened eh. Alam mo yung books na yan? You will be surprised kasi ang Greek word po sa books na yan is Biblion. And Biblion is where we get the word Bible. That is why there will be a time of reckoning that lahat ng ginagawa natin sa mundong ito, every decision making that we will do, everything that we did, pag hindi siya tumugma sa scripture, then we will go back and God will have to use that for us. Now, this is not judgment that we are going to hell, but this is judgment for the believers in terms of what we will receive when the time comes. Books were opened. Then another book was opened, which is the Book of Life. Sino rito yung alam mong nakasulat ng pangalan mo sa Book of Life? Taas nga kamay ng mga alam. Yung alam mo lang, ha? Raya. Huwag kang gagaya. Huwag kang gagaya. Okay? Kasi hindi na, dito nadadara sa gaya-gaya. Okay? Marami nagtataas ako rin. <laughs> hindi ganon. It is about, you know, surrendering your life to the Lord. If you are really sure that your name is there, and I will not say that, wala pong pwede magsabi niya sa inyo. Hindi ko pwede sabihin, oo, yung pangalan mo, nado na. I don't know, because I don't know your heart. Ikaw dapat makakalam at ang Panginoon. Okay? And it says here, And the dead were judged by what was written in the books, plural, according to what they had done. There will be a time of reckoning. That is why when the time comes, people will stand in the, eyes of, in the, in, in, uh, in the presence of the Lord and these books will face us. And again, this is not about salvation, but it's, this is about, of course, the rewards thing. It says here, also, my last point, the believers should focus on God. That's why whenever we invest, aside from serving the Lord and at the same time, whatever that we're doing for the Lord, but the believers should also focus on the Lord, on God Himself. Matthew twenty eleven to 16 says, And on receiving, if they grumbled at the master of the house, saying, This last work only one hour, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. Sabirito. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Hindi ba nag-uusap tayo na bibigyan kita ng denarius? Take what belongs to you and, I, and go. I choose to give to this last worker as I give to you. Kung ano man yung binigay ko sa kanya, yun din sa'yo, ibibigay ko din sa kanya. Huwag ka nang may inggit. This is not about, you know, being jealous. Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last worker as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me or do you begrudge my generosity? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. 
the point here is that we have to always look unto the Lord. Ibig sabihin sa mga ginagawa natin, palaging ang Panginoon ang ating tutok. Matthew 25, 23 says, His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Well done, good and faithful servant. Hindi naman dito sinabing, Well done, uh, good and successful servant. Basta faithful ka lang sa ginagawa mo, that is already it. Don't compare your, yourself with, with the others. Basta faithful ka sa ginagawa mo, maliit man yan, o malaki, faithful ka sa ginagawa mo, then that's already it. Hindi ito about being successful. Na tipong ang ibang mga tao, whenever they, you ask them, ha, napagtapos ko lahat ng aking mga anak at nakapagtrabaho sa ganitong kumpanya. At the same time, very much successful ako sa lahat ng mga karir ko. I have a lot of accolades and this and that. Now, I have not, there's nothing wrong with that. The point is that here is that kung doon lang tayo nakafocus at wala si Lord doon sa mga ginawa natin, then we are again missing the point of living. Because it is not, dun, hindi doon kinukuha ang reward. The reward is being, is, is being given to those who are doing the things for the Lord. Kung may connection po ang Panginoon sa lahat ng ginagawa natin. Faithful servant. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a crowd of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin. That is why if you are still doing the sins, that, we, that you are still doing, I hope that you will really make a decision to say no to sin. Huwag niyong hayaan na palagi kang malugmok na kasalanan yan. Because ang mga kasalanan ito, ito po ang nagpapapigil sa atin para gawin ang mga bagay para sa Panginoon. Babalik palata, palagi tayo sa square one. And we will again go back to square one and say, Lord, patawarin niyo ako. Yes, God is forgiving. But however, palagi na lang nandun tayo sa square one. You have to always go forward, advance, let us also lay aside every weight. Alisin natin yung mga weight na yon. And sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the ways that is set before us. Now, let me mention a little bit about that. And this is a picture of a marathon runner na, na, na he, he won the race. Ang isang marathon runner, wala siya talagang sa plot kung totoo sin. And once a marathon runner wins, meron siyang mga benefits. The benefits is that the government will support his family, support him, or bibigyan siya ng housing. And there's a lot of benefits once a runner wins the race. Now, in our case as a Christian, hindi to paligsahan. The point here is that all of us are running the race, and all of us are, of course, looking unto Jesus Christ. Hindi to pabilisan. As long as you are faithful in running the race, at lahat tayo ay makarating sa dulo, then that's it. The point is here is that don't compare yourself with others and saying, buti pa siya, ang dami nagawa, ako ganito pa lang. It's okay. The point here is that you are faithful with what you are doing and investing in the right thing. The next passage says, looking to Jesus. Sabi natin, looking to Jesus. Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Let us always look unto Jesus. Let us always look unto Him whenever we run the race. Huwag natin titignan yung mga pali, sa paligid natin. Pag tinignan nyo po yung mga nasa paligid nyo, yung inyong sitwasyon, yung mga tao sa paligid nyo, baka mamaya madapa tayo. But we always have to look unto Jesus and say, Lord, I'm doing this for you. This is not for anything else, but it is for you. That is why invest your everything in God's kingdom, for we serve a generous God. Invest always in the kingdom. Going back again to the truth. The truth is that we are here to serve the Lord. The truth is that one day, there will be a reward 
for His people. Hindi po natin maaalis yun. The truth also is that in doing these things, we believe that we focus on the Lord. Always focus on the Lord. First, the believers should serve God. Second, the believers are serving a generous God. And third, the believers should focus on God. Let us all stand up right now. Just bow your head for a moment and ponder the words and the message. Try to remember the verses that strikes your heart. I don't know what that is. But it is my prayer that you will be serious in your walk as a Christian. Maging seryoso na po tayo sa ating buhay Christiano. Wag na po tayong parang papetik-petik sa ating pagiging Christiano. And I hope that whatever that you are doing, you will always put God into the picture. Wag niyo pong isi-separate si Lord sa pagtatrabaho ninyo, sa mga ginagawa niyo. Wag niyo pong ihiwalay ang Panginoon. Tandaan po natin, we are bought with a price. Tandaan po natin that we are all here investing in the kingdom of the Lord. You may invest in the area of your time by discipling people. Do that. Be faithful with what you're doing. God has a way of rewarding you when the time comes. Some of you also are investing in the area of energy. Instead of you know putting your energy in something else, you are using it for the ministry. Do that for the Lord. And at the same time, you also invest in the area of finances. Tandaan niyo po ang banko ng Panginoon, iba po yung economy ng Panginoon. God has a way of blessing His people. This is not only here in this world, but also even in the next life. Just bow down your head continually. And if you're praying right now, Pastor, pray for me that I will always set my eyes on Jesus in everything that I do. Everything that I do will always be connected for Him. Investing in His kingdom. Investing for His glory and honor. If you are that person and if you need prayer in this area, and if you need strength so that you can do the things that God wants you to do, just raise up your hand right now. Let me pray for you. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus. Baguhin niyo po, Panginoon, ang pag-iisip ng inyong anak so that everything that she does and he does, it will always be in a line to advancing your kingdom and honoring Jesus Christ. Panginoon, dalain ko na hindi po siya tumingin sa mga sitwasyon sa kanyang paligid. Hindi po siya titingin, Panginoon, sa kung ano yung meron siya ngayon. Because I believe, Lord, that you are going to use, Lord, this person. Whether this person, Lord, may be an influential person or not. Whether this person, Lord, is a millionaire or not. Whether this person, Lord, is tapos po siya sa, sa isang school na uh, very much famous or not. Lord, all of us can really serve you. And I pray, Lord, that you will also strengthen, Lord God, him and strengthen her, Lord, so that hindi po siya madala ng mga bagay sa mundong ito. Thank you so much, Lord, because we know that once we made this decision today, there is no regret, there is no retreat, and we will continue to do this up to the last point of our breath, Lord. God, thank you so much, Lord, for your people. Rekindle their hearts, rekindle their spirit, and I pray, Lord, that they will always be reminded that you are a generous God. You are so much generous, Lord God, in their life. I pray, Lord God, these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen.